everybody. Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. It is my joy to be with you today. I have a good friend on the show. We're going to be talking we're, we're going to be talking about the creative space, about podcasting, about his story with the supernatural and how he's grown in the supernatural and so you'll definitely want to listen to the show and tune in. But for those who are new to Awaken Podcast, we have a new episode releasing every Monday on charismapodcastnetwork.com. You could also go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Audible, pretty much anywhere podcasts are listened to. You can go to the Charisma Plus app and you can tap into it there as well. And so thank you so much for those who are a part of the Awaken Podcast family that are constantly tuning in week after week sharing this. And I get so many testimonies, people emailing and writing, saying how they've been sharing this, how it's been blessing them. Thank you. It means so much to me that you would do that, that you would subscribe, that you would review, that you would share this with your friends, your family, those in your church. It really helps to get the message of the gospel out. And you guys are really the hands and feet of this thing. And so I appreciate it so much. Awaken, you know, it says in Ephesians 5.14, awake, awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. That was the Apostle Paul and he was speaking to believers, not unbelievers. And there is a call on our hearts. There's a call to awaken the body of Christ, to the beauty of Jesus, to his relationship with the Father, to the Holy Spirit, what he has done for us in his life, death, burial, and resurrection, who we are as believers, our identity in him because of what he has done, and how we can truly impact the world with the gospel of Jesus today in this time. And so it's my desire to speak to prophetic people, you know, saints, missionaries, pastors, leaders, prophetic people in the body of Christ that have a burning message in their heart, people that walk with the Lord, they're in love with him, they're burning with passion for the Lord, and they're being used for his glory. And so today I've got a friend on the show. I've known him for, I think, about six years now. Um, When I first started doing Awaken Live, um, I connected with him. And so his name's Sean Tabbitt. And he has worked in the Christian publishing industry for 10 plus years. He currently serves as the publishing executive at Destiny Image Publishers. My book, Immersed in His Glory, was released with Destiny Image Publishers. Sean is also the host of The Sean Tappet Show, which I love. I've listened to, I can't even tell you how many episodes of The Sean Tappet Show I've listened to. He's also the co-host of Two Christian Dudes podcast with Randy Kay. And he is also the host of Engaging the Supernatural, which airs weekly on the PTL TV network network. And he also is married and has 10 kids. God only knows how he has the grace to do all of this and be having me married and have 10 kids. Sean, bless you, man. Thanks for joining me. Michael, it's always good to see you. I'm trying to think. It's been, goodness, I think like at least four or five years since we actually got to hang out in person. And I think yeah. that was probably the only time we met in person. We had we had dinner with Jane Campbell. It was a memorable evening. <laughs> yeah, we met at a conference and we had, uh, I think we. I think it was, tw- I'm not even sure, man. Time has melded together. But anyway, it's good to see your face and not just talk to you on the phone or via text message. It's always a pleasure, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's all, we we are always somehow in orbit of each other in God's providence. We somehow bump into each other digitally every few months. It seems so. I'm happy about that. <laughs> and it's awesome working with Destiny Image Publishers and several people that you know that are authors that are releasing timely messages in this time and hour. I love promoting what God's doing. I love helping shine a light on these messages that are really instrumental in the body of Christ. And so that's that's how we connected in the first place right. in terms of the podcasting space. And I want to talk a little bit about that today. And I know you've got, you know, tons of experience in the industry of, you know, in the, in the publishing industry. Before we get into that a bit, and I want to, I want to talk um, about that, but before we get into that, 
I want to hear a little bit of your story today because I know that you you've been a believer and I want to hear how that happened, but also you you know, you encountered the supernatural in a way. I want to I want to hear that story because I know that you are passionate about talking to people who have had heavenly encounters, people that operate in the gifts of the spirit and the prophetic and I know it wasn't always that way. And so I'd love to hear that. Yeah, you know, I'm a guy who grew up in church. Uh, I came up Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. So as as we like to call ourselves, we were the most sinners, uh, really the conservative side of the Lutheran Church here in the States. Mm. But, uh, you know, Holy Spirit was something that came up in creeds and confessions, but not really a core part uh, of church experience uh, by any means. Uh, So yeah, uh, in church, as long as I can remember, uh, really feel like I got saved at age 13, just through a Billy Graham crusade, something that was said just really sparked my heart and that I can see that as like a pivot point or a turning Mm -hmm. point uh, where I moved in the direction of actually taking my faith more seriously, you know, kind of moving away from the faith that my parents had, you know, the faith that Mm -hmm. I saw in church. It it was more my own faith, my own journey. So I I see that as where it began. Uh, But again, uh, you know, coming up Lutheran, marry a Baptist girl, went to John Piper's church in Minneapolis, all the things, Uh, you know, not, not somebody you would expect to have spent the past, you know, eight years working for two charismatic publishers. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but you know, it was uh, it was in the midst of uh, you know I had a separate career in tech and software, and I I got burnt out, and God just really led me towards publishing. You know, I'd I'd met my wife working at a Christian bookstore in college, and so uh, you know I loved Christian books, and I kind of fell in love with the industry. And you know, I I, maybe I was flowing in a prophetic word back then, but I always said, you know, when I get into my early thirties, I think I'm gonna do something (laughs) with publishing. And lo and behold, you know, there was a time when the grace just lifted off my career, and I was very very successful. I just w- didn't want to do it anymore. And so mm. uh, I start moving uh, towards working in publishing, did some uh, consulting and PR work, uh, and then uh, ended up at Fortress Press. Then that brought me to Baker Publishing Group and eventually now, uh, you know, part of Norai Media Group working on uh, the Destiny Image team. But the ironic thing, so when, when Baker hires me, they bring me in as a senior publicist over Bethany House, which is more of a conservative, evangelical, nonfiction brand, and then Chosen Books, which is you know, card carrying, charismatic. And so uh, I say God has a sense of humor. And so um, now, now to be fair, kind of in that year leading up to Baker hiring me, uh, you know, I'd spent a lot of time with my brother-in-law. He introduced me to Darren Wilson's films. And um, I actually started using my podcast uh, at the time, which was called Author Talks with Sean Tabbitt to interview charismatic authors. So some of my earliest guests were like Robbie Dawkins and Darren Wilson and my senior pastor here in Greenville, South Carolina, Chad Norris. And so I'd read their books and and I would I would just do an interview so I could ask them all the questions I wanted to ask as I'm trying to understand kind of the spirit empowered charismatic space. But uh, you know, being part of chosen books, I would have to go to Bethel. I'd have to go to global awakening events, and it was really at a global awakening. Thing. It was Voice of the Apostles. Uh, Will Hart was speaking, and I just get dramatically hit by the Holy Spirit uh, in this <laughs> wow. meeting. The funny thing is, we had a business meeting with Randy Clark that night after the sessions, and so this is like eleven o'clock at night, and we're in, we're in this meeting, and the whole time my leg is just twitching, 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 twitching. It's was really funny. I wish I had a video of it. And so Randy just looked at me and smiled, and you know, like he's just going, "Yeah, I've seen this a million times before." Sure. sure. Uh, but but that that was kind of in the same way that when I was thirteen, there was like a, a pivot point. Or a shift. Um, when I came home from that uh, Voice of the Apostles event, my my wife was like, "What in the world happened to you? You're you're really different." And so, um, you know, w- whether I'll call that my 
getting born again again or kind of a, a new level of awakening that was a, a, a significant moment that was probably about six years ago uh seven six to seven years ago i would guess i don't quite remember the timeline so yeah uh but just i always say because god has a sense of humor he throws me head first uh into the deep end of the charismatic pool and and now it's professionally my home and also my church home so right on. Uh, it's a little bit of the crazy journey of ending in uh, ending up in this side of the church right on right on i love hearing about uh it was like a divine setup it was like you were cornered almost pretty much <laughs> it's like you didn't have a choice man the lord cornered you he was stalking you he uh he, he he put you in a corner but um was your wife open to it she said wow you're different was she open to the spiritual gifts and saw something like she's been praying for in you or did you kind of spur that on in her uh, you know, I think certainly an openness, but uh, probably always a few years behind in the transition. You know, mm -hmm. I, I would say we're uh, a little more on equal footing at this point, although I'm I'm always like, man, if this is God, I want that. And so uh, <laughs> I will I, I've tended to be more open. And, you know, I would say just in terms of what I do and where I go, I certainly encounter a lot more just sure. in the day to day, month over month, just as I'm working with our authors and leaders. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, I mean, she, she's certainly, uh, we're on the same team now, maybe early on, we were a little nervous, uh, with what we saw, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, we feel, we feel at home now. Yeah, that's really good. I'm glad to hear that. And then a global awakening. What a wonderful ministry. I know Will Hart really well. And then I know Randy Clark's ministry really well. I've worked with them a bit, but I love that you got touched and encountered by God at Global Awakening. An, awaken, an awakening took place in your heart at Global Awakening. So the Lord's moving through that ministry, which is awesome. And so I love the Lord set you up, put the right people in your life, pushed you over to Chosen, which is a little more charismatic, supernatural than Baker. And so the Lord set you up, man, which is awesome. And so right. being involved in the publishing side of things, is that how you naturally got into podcasting? Or was that something that kind of the Lord spoke to you about or happened through a different way? Uh, to be honest, uh, I, in in the course of my consulting, I was involved in book review blogging, which was a thing uh, back in the you know early two thousands or whatever that was. Sure. Uh, and so that one of the things I did was host these like massive blog tours for publishers. So trying to get reviews on Amazon and blogs uh, and elsewhere. And I just got so sick of it. I decided I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do some podcasting, you know, because that would be so much easier, which it's not. Uh, but at the time, ignorance was bliss, <laughs> yeah. and so I I just really was looking for a way to continue uh, interacting with books. I still wanted to have a mechanism to get free books because goodness, who doesn't need more free books showing up at their house? Uh, and so I, I just started going down this road of podcasting. And, you know, the funny thing was uh, I went to uh, one of the last international Christian retail shows, ICRS. And I want to say that was back in 2013. That show doesn't even exist anymore. Uh, but, uh, I went and I think I interviewed something like 15 or 18 authors and, you know, think about that 2013, that's not that long ago. Yeah. Every single author I interviewed said, what is a podcast? How, how, how do I oh, even yeah. listen to the, like, where is this available? And so it's funny now with just how normal podcasts are there everywhere. Everybody has one, it seems. Uh, but yeah, I just, uh, yeah, just just started doing it because I was sick of book reviews. And what's really interesting to me, you know, having been in this space for 10 years now, um, God's just used it to allow me to build a, a huge network of authors and leaders who I know, you know, there are many authors who have been on my shows through the years, five or six times at this point. Uh, podcasting has been a significant contributor to my career path, you know, now, which has ended up at Destiny Image. Mm -hmm. And it, God really used it to, to grow me. You know, I've, I've learned to have a voice, you know, I, I, 
I tend to be an introvert by nature and can sometimes be rather shy and just, you know, podcasting has been a way for me to just develop more, uh, comfortable, com- uh, more of a comfort level, I guess, with mm-hmm. public speaking and just yeah. being in front of people. And sure. as you well know, having your own podcast, you never know what's going to happen. Sometimes you're meeting, like you and I have been friends for years. Often you're meeting somebody for the very first time. And when it's a high profile leader or it's a huge opportunity, uh, there can be a lot of pressure in those situations. So it's not mm-hmm. al- always as like, yay, this is so much fun. It's fun, uh, but it can also be kind of nerve wracking. So yeah, I, I, the, the short answer is I got into podcasting because I was sick of writing book reviews. And I never, I never thought I would fall in love with it this much. I never thought it would be such a big part of my life, but 10 years down the road, I'm, I'm on my third, fourth podcast at this point. Um, I've spoken at multiple industry events about podcasting and, uh, yeah, you know, podcasting has led to a TV show at this point. So yeah, podcasting big, uh, a big footprint or a big imprint in my life. Uh, but going into it, I, I wouldn't have thought I was going to be doing this 10 years down the road. Hell yeah. I, uh, before I got saved at 19 years old, I'm 34 now, but before I got saved at 19 years old, I, I think I read one book in my life and it was forced upon me by my high school. You know, you had to read certain books in the summertime and I would do all the footnotes, uh, you know, and I wouldn't read the book. I would just, you know, go to whatever spark notes or whatever it is and get the details. But I read one book and then when I got saved, God put this new desire on the inside of me to not only read, but to write. And it was absolutely shocking. It was a new desire that he put on the inside of me that was far into the way I lived. And it was amazing because I would just, I couldn't stop devouring the Bible and I couldn't stop devouring books that spoke about the Bible. I was reading books by John Bevere. I was reading books by Kenneth Hagin, Joyce Meyer, like my mother and father were giving me a bunch of books and I just loved reading about the Lord. And over the years, it became a way of connection. I love just like hard copy books, the smell of a hard copy book, having a cup of coffee. Like I connect with the Lord so much by reading and I just, you know, I commune with the Lord in that. And I've collected so many books over the years. And when I was podcasting, when I started to do the Awaken Live and I was doing the Facebook Live and all that kind of stuff and I connected with you, you were actually my first connection in the publishing industry in terms of, yeah, I was producing a book with Destiny Image, but you started sending me authors and then I started to get free books and I'm like, look at God, because my wife would always laugh at me at how many books I have. I have boxes of books. She's like, how many of these books have you actually read? I'm like, more than you would actually imagine. I've read most of these books, maybe more more than 50%. And now it's a beautiful thing because some of my favorite people that I respect and love and admire you know, their books come to me for free. And so anyway, God's good. It's just every good and perfect gift comes from God. It's a cool thing. But there's a lot of people, I meet people all the time. They want to get into podcasting. They want to get into film. They want to get into writing. They want to get into the creative space. But like me and you spoke about before the interview, it's not always glamorous, you know, and there's, there's humble beginnings. All right. And, you know, it just, you have to, you have to produce your own content. You have to, you have to, you have to spend money on equipment and you have to do things yourself a lot in the beginning because you can't pay a team and you don't have a, a big team to help you, you know, until you start growing and then little by little, what would you say to people that have on their heart to get in that creative media space? Considering you've been doing this for so long, you're, you're a few podcasts in, you've released so much content. And before you, I want to just say this real quick before you answer that question. I remember driving from New Jersey to Texas 24 hours when I was moving, when God called us to Texas. I drove 24 hours from New Jersey to Texas in two days. And I can't tell you how many Sean Tabbitt show episodes I listened to, man. I overdosed on the Sean Tabbitt show. I highly recommend it. It was spiritually edifying. What a blessing. And so I just want to throw that out there. I remember the conversation we had uh, at some point when you, I think you were like, I just listened to a bunch of episodes from your show. Yeah, I, yeah. Do, I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, you know, a couple of things, you know, the first thing I'll say is, uh, you know, 
be conscious of your your spouse and your kids because uh, mm-hmm. podcasting or any kind of content creation can be a big time suck. So, yeah. uh, you know, you're going to have to budget in some time to do it. Uh, there's the prep time, there's the actual recording or capturing, and then there's your, the post-production and then the marketing and the sharing of it. So, you know, in terms of like the average half hour to 45 minute episode I produce for my show, there could be as many as three to five hours of work that go into to making that happen. Maybe more if I, you know, mm. really fell in love with the book and read the whole thing or uh, wanted to press into it more. And so just just know that there can be a lot of time involved. Uh, but in terms of uh, you know getting started, you got to get past seven to ten episodes. On, on average, uh, most podcasts ended about ev- episode seven. Once you get past episode ten, uh, you you tend to keep keep going. Uh, it probably has to tie to something that you're passionate about or something that you not unlike if if you're going to write a book. I hope it's something that you want to be talking about and be excited about for the next five years, kind of in that same way. Mm. Um, could you be podcasting or creating content in a space that you're just crazy passionate about? You talk about this all the time. You want to contribute to conversations and discussions mm. in this space. Uh, maybe your, your heart is to influence the conversations that are happening in that mm. space. And so um, it really should be a place that you want to live uh, and do life because whether it's live streaming, podcasting, or even writing a book, you know, you are uh, really contributing something to what you might call a scene where there are influencers and leaders and people who are known and talking in a space. And, you know, regardless of the type of content you're creating, you're kind of hanging your shingle out to say, Hey, I'm somebody who's here to be a part of this. And, uh, so, you know, that, that would be the other side of it too, is just, um, in the, in wanting people to consume your content and be aware of what you're doing, uh, a really important way to serve and to grow, even before you even start your show or even before you write that book, is to start serving others, you know, to share their content, to have discussions and dialogues about their content. Or, um, you know, if somebody's launching a book, be a part of their their launch team and write a book review and help make some noise about it online. Because, uh, you know, the I would say the podcasting space, by and large, is part of social media. It's social. You know, you, mm-hmm. you need to interact and have discussions uh, and conversations. And we can get into that place where we're just constantly broadcasting. You look at my thing, look at my thing, look at my thing. Um, And, you know, that's a place that it's a high comfort level. It's easy to schedule that out. But um, I feel like with where we are right now, we're moving back towards kind of small as the new big. We're kind Mm -hmm. of building that tribe of the, you know, 200 or 500 or 1,000, like really dialed in true fans, the impact that you'll see from that smaller group who's really engaged with your content uh, mm-hmm. is probably going to be a lot larger than, you know, if you have a big following, but there, you know, there's very little engagement with what's happening. So mm-hmm. that was, that was a windy answer. I hope there were a few gems in there for you. Mike. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It has to be a passion. I spoke Indeed. to somebody yesterday who's getting into music and they're rapping and they're doing different things and they just threw out the idea of podcasting as something they do with it. And I said, hey, man, you can't just podcast because that's like the thing to do right now with what you're doing. Like it has to be a passion or else you're going to record three episodes, 10 episodes, maybe 20 at most, and it's going to dwindle and people are going to feel that there's no passion. It's like you have to, for me, I'm telling you, like this is something I feel called to. This is something I know the Lord has in my life, and I love doing it. I am fed by it. I enjoy it. Jesus said my food is to do the will of God and to finish the work he has given me. So when you're doing the will of God for your life, it feeds you. It brings you joy. It stirs passion on the inside. And just because a bunch of people are jumping on a bandwagon of the creative stuff now and and podcasting and different things— 
doesn't mean that necessarily the Lord has that for us now. So I love that tip and that point of, hey, listen, you, you, you're going to have to see yourself doing this for years because first of all, it's going to take time to grow this thing. And second of all, like you have to love what you do. God has to put this in your heart. And so I just feel like God right now, he is awakening creatives. I just spoke in uh, Wichita, Kansas at New Life Covenant Church. Um, and they had me speak on creatives and awakening creatives because of my podcast. I recorded some episodes there, but I really believe the Holy Spirit is awakening creatives. He is putting dreams in their heart. It doesn't have to be podcasting. It could be film. It could be acting. It could be, you know, film. It could be, you know, writing. It could be really anything, but God is doing that right now. And it's one of the best ways to preach the gospel and get the gospel out there. Jesus, when he walked the earth, he spoke in parables. He was giving people pictures, you know, and it's like we, we receive from pictures and from film and from social media. And so God's doing something right now. And, um, I love uh, just to kind of maybe even switch gears a little bit. I want to talk about your show that you just released your TV program entitled Engaging the Supernatural. And I know you shared your story, how the Lord, you know, cornered you and really began to immerse you in the Holy Spirit, introduce you to things of the Spirit. And since then, in your podcasting, you have been talking to people that have had supernatural experience, that have gone to heaven, that, you know, have, you know, had wild encounters with the Lord. Um, why engaging the supernatural? Why now? I know it's a passion because you've been transformed by the supernatural, but tell me a little bit of your heart behind the TV show and and, and why now on that? It, it, it does almost feel a little backwards to think of after we've all had such success with Facebook Live and YouTube and podcasts and all the things. Why why would you go on broadcast television? Uh, and the short answer to that is it just reaches it reaches a different audience. There, there are mm. segments of the population who they're not going to go on YouTube. They're not going to go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, but they will watch network TV or they're, you know, they're maybe engaged with PTL Network's kind of streaming apps and things that they have going on. Mm. So uh, it, it is a, di- a different demographic. So certainly than uh, I had been reaching before. Uh, and the reality is, you know, yes, the content lives on the TV network, but it also goes uh, lots of other places, Destiny Image TV, and it, it'll soon be on other streaming platforms as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but my heart really behind the show is to produce content that would have been a blessing to me 10 years ago. When I, when I uh, you know, through God's providence or his sense of humor, get thrust into the charismatic world, you know, I think back to those early podcast conversations. Can I create those sorts of conversations where we're able to have quote unquote normal sounding conversations with people who have had these fantastic God encounters and just really express the reality that uh, God is moving in signs and wonders and miracles today, not only in my life and in the guest life, but actually if you have the eyes to see it, these things are probably happening in your life or around you to some degree. Uh, And maybe you're just not discerning it. Maybe you just don't have eyes to see it yet. And so really try to make the reality of the supernatural seem like a, a, a tangible possibility to the people mm-hmm. who engage with the content and uh, just just make it more accessible. You know, God bless all the men and women who've been making TV content and this, that, and the other thing who have come before us. Um, as we look back, you know, like all all content, I think back to even my earliest podcast content through the years, some of it's cringeworthy. Some of it, some of it doesn't age well in terms of culture (laughs) and how, you know, how, how we tell stories. And so, um, you know, I just kind of feel like we're, we're producing content where people can feel like the supernatural is real and accessible, uh, but maybe not quite so hokey, you know, whether, whether uh, maybe I will see if I pull it off, we're only six episodes in, but just really (laughs) trying to, 
to tell stories for uh, in a way that, you know, even somebody who's a non-Christian, they're not dialed into the, you know, this space that we are in yet. Can, can we have a conversation in a way where they'll get something out of it? Maybe they can start to see God in that conversation. Um, you know, I, I don't want them to just w- watch five minutes and just write us off because we're just crazy people. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe they'll think that. So, but yeah, really my heart is, you know, what would, what would have helped me to, find my place faster in the charismatic church had I had access to this sort of content 10 years ago. Yeah. And even unbelievers, they are our hearts. Every single individual in this world craves the supernatural presence of God. We were born for that kind of relationship with him where we walk with him in the cool of the day and we see him and we hear him. Our, our hearts crave that. And when I was in a when I was at the International House of Prayer in Kansas City, there was a move of the Holy Spirit. This was years ago. This is probably about eight or nine years ago now. They were having these services where the, the Holy Spirit was pouring out, and I was experiencing just the weighty glory of God. I felt like I was high. Even it was wild. Like I was like in the presence of God so thick, and the Lord told me, he said, the enemy has created drugs and is counterfeiting my glory. This is what you were created for. You were created to be with me and Psalm 1611 in his presence is fullness of joy at his right hand, pleasure forevermore. So we were created to walk with him in unity to experience his pleasure, to experience his presence. But the enemy has counterfeited the glory of God with drugs and he's intoxicating people. And really all they, and which leads to death when we are in the presence of God, it leads to life. And so many people are being destroyed, but their hearts are craving the supernatural. Their hearts are craving to be, you know, to, to know him in that way. And they have no clue they're blind and, and they don't realize. And so this is not just a message for the church. This is a message for the world. And who knows, maybe an, an unbeliever will stumble into your show and say, yeah, the supernatural, you know, there's so much stuff out there about the supernatural that isn't Christian. People talking about the paranormal and the supernatural, people's hearts crave that. And they could run into your broadcast and say, wow, there's something to this. The Holy Spirit will draw them in that way. And then also believers that like you group, maybe in certain denominations that, you know, aren't experiencing, aren't open to the gifts of the spirit you know, I had a close, close family member of mine recently get saved and he got radically saved. And it's bringing me back to, it's bringing me back to when I got saved in 2009 and everything is like, God's talking to him through everything. He's just on fire. It's like, man, he's hearing God through this TV program, this book, this show, like he's just like, and when he talks, the glory of God, the supernatural presence of God is just so tangible and evident. There's all these great supernatural encounters. And it's like, wow, like he's getting the Christians around him that, you know, their fire may have dwindled a little bit just because the everyday stuff, we're busy and all that. He's, he's, he's getting around these individuals who love God. It's, it's, it's genuine. It's real. But maybe over time, we've kind of lost that first love passion and he's just setting the fire on all those around him. And just, it's like revivals taking place, which is amazing. And so I think a program like this, engaging the supernatural, it's going to get in front of the right people, people who are hungry to experience more of God, believers that want to experience more of God. And it's going to be a seed and it's going to be water and God's going to bring the increase and you're being faithful to the vision that he's given you. And I believe that's your heart. You know, you want to see believers walk in the fullness of what they're destined to. Amen. Well, and, and I'll throw in a comment uh, as well. In terms of, uh, it's, it's been a fascinating last like eight, nine months. Uh, you had mentioned that Randy Kane, and I have a podcast called Two Christian Dudes. And Randy had had a near-death experience about 15 years ago. He was clinically dead. He has this heaven encounter. Mm. And so we've interviewed between 
together and interviews we've done on our own as well, probably close to 30 people who've had near-death experiences. And it's been fascinating to see how in this season, as people, many of who are encountering death for the very first mm-hmm. time throughout the past two to three years, which is everything that's happened throughout culture, um, you know, people being stuck at home, they're lonely. Um, they just don't feel like they have hope. So uh, the need, the want for a hope of heaven and the reality of a heaven, that there's something on the other side, uh, just the responses. Like we, again, I've been making content for 10 years. We get thousands of emails every month with people who are like, I was suicidal. I stumbled across a broadcast. Uh, I didn't kill myself. I encountered Jesus or I got wow. healed or or you name it. And so um, in, in terms of that, that hunger for the supernatural, you know, I, I think as Christians, we need to be wise at look and look at what's happening in culture, especially right now. Uh, you know, you can buy a DIY witchcraft kit on Amazon or at Barnes and Noble. And we're not just talking Harry Potter wands and toys. Like it's, you know, oh, yeah, real uh, deal uh, stuff. Lay, out, lay out your pentagram and start going like it, it is uh, some pretty scary stuff. You know, look at what's on uh, the travel channel or the history channel. There's an extreme void a gap that people are desperate to, to fill with something supernatural. And so uh, it, it's high time Christians uh, really be brave and start speaking into those spaces um, and not uh, not just be afraid because culture is filling in some of those gaps. So, you know, we really, we really need to be paying attention to where culture is leaning into um, because God really has answers uh, for all of those folks as well. And so I, I think some of it is just being brave and being confident that we have the right answers because, uh, yeah, you know, you're going to get pushback from people. But, you know, no matter what you're doing uh, as a Christian, uh, if you're not getting any pushback with what you're saying or what you're creating, uh, I kind of wonder if you've actually pushed far enough. Um, (laughs) It's usually when we're kind of coming up to that line of right where we're actually making an impact that people are going to get their feathers or their feathers ruffled a little bit. Mm -hmm. And when people start to push back and get a little grumpy to me, that's when I'm like, all right, I'm almost in that sweet spot where we're really going to make an impact. (laughs) Absolutely. And this is, um, this is something I believe God is stirring right now. He is waking up the church and I'm not just saying that I'm not just trying to use the lingo. Like God is waking up believers to the centrality of the gospel. He's getting our eyes back on him and he is marking us. He is marking us and he is speaking to us. And the Lord wants us to get back to the ABCs, I believe, like just sharing our faith and with power, not just in word, but in, in the demonstration of power. God wants us encouraging one another, breaking bread together, edifying one another, worshiping together. God wants us engaging in conversation, just like in Malachi, in a wicked generation, there was believers that came together who feared the Lord, that spoke about him, and 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 God was pleased, and there's a book of remembrance in heaven. Like, God wants to bring us to that place where it's all about him and we are taking the kingdom mandate and the great commission seriously. And I think that the content that you're releasing and the content that I'm releasing, like that's my passion. That's my desire. I want the content I release to spur people forward in their faith and to, and to empower them to live this Christian life and to put their eyes on Jesus and to set their heart ablaze. And I believe that the content that you are releasing, because I've listened you know, to, to hours and hours of the content you're releasing. And I believe that engaging the supernatural and the Sean Tabbitt show and two Christian dudes and the different podcasts that you're releasing are pointing people to Jesus or edifying people or making, you know, giving people a drink, giving people a taste that he is good, that they could experience the same things that the Bible talks about are possible. And so, um, Sean, I appreciate you. You're a friend. Uh, I believe in the content you're releasing. How can people tap into all these different shows and even to Destiny Image, the amazing books that are being released through there. 
Uh, probably the easiest place would be in terms of Destiny Image. Just go to destinyimage.com. You can find all of our books and resources. Uh, I have three book projects I'm working on with Randy K right now. The first of which is coming out probably within the next month. We have two more, uh, mm-hmm. and that will be in the, near, the near-death experience, Heaven Space. That's a, a whole other new adventure for me, actually writing. That, that's It's been a lot of fun. Uh, for all my stuff, seantappet.com is probably the easiest place to find that. Uh, Engaging the Supernatural, uh, it's on the PTL TV network. You can find it at destinyimage.tv uh, as well. And uh, we're still, like I said earlier, we're still only six episodes out for that one right now. So we'll be increasing our distribution uh, as we get a few more episodes uh, in the can, so to speak. We're actually filming another uh, 12, 13 episodes this coming weekend. So we're we're flying some guests in and, and we're going to do about 12 hours of content in two days. So uh, it'll be a wild time uh, of content creation. Uh, but I'm always more excited to see what happens in the the green rooms and at the dinners and just when you bring a bunch of leaders and people together uh god always does really cool things and opens up unexpected opportunities and so uh, one thing i, I want to be sure i just get in before we wrap too is just sure. um don't you know if you're watching this or listening to this you don't necessarily need, need to even start a podcast if that's how god's leading you well go in that direction but uh i keep getting my paradigm broken where i'm meeting people where the kingdom is showing up in the specific sphere of business or a place that they have influence um i, sh- I know sean bulls interviewed nancy vu who's a a fashion designer uh, within the last couple of months i actually got to meet her at a conference and she was just sharing how uh, you know the glory cloud is falling on like runways during fashion shows and people getting baptized behind the scenes and people encountering jesus when they're coming for a photo shoot and just crazy wild stuff and i really had to think about it. like so you know god you care so much about people in the fashion industry that you would take a mom of four and uh you know and completely redirect your life to become a fashion designer who has influence and yet mm. you know you're you're bringing the kingdom you're bringing your presence there and so um you know i think you just need to be mindful of your assignment and kind of uh if you haven't read uh ed Silvosa's book ecclesia pick up a copy and read that but i'm encountering more and more people who are kind of moving or operating in an ecclesia model and it's in the banking industry or in the tech industry or wherever it is that god has them planted and so uh you know sometimes i feel like we as christians we can tend to feel like the only place we can do ministry is at church on sunday and i feel like what god's pushing us towards hardly in this season is to be doing ministry and bringing the kingdom everywhere he has us planted, you know, not, not just at church, but at the grocery store, at work, uh, mm, <laughs> wherever yes. it, it might happen to be. And so uh, this new season, you know, there are some things that are going to seem and look the same, but in terms of ministry, reaching the lost, bringing the kingdom, uh, I feel like God is going to f- put us in a position to really expand and break out, out of our comfort zones. Uh, mm. And we're going to be given a lot more opportunities to bring the kingdom in places we never expected to be able to speak and have influence, uh, but it's coming. Mm. And so pray into what that looks like in your space. Mm. And I feel like as, as you take chances and you respond to those prompts and that calling, uh, as you're faithful with those small steps, God's going to expand that. And you'll look back at the end of 2022 and be like, oh my gosh, God, I never saw that coming. I feel like that's <laughs> the call he has for each of us right now. Yeah, God is breaking down the barrier between the sacred and the secular. He's, you know, we think that this is our, this is my job. This is what I'm doing right now to make money. This is what I'm doing for the Lord. And, and he wants to just destroy that wall that we put up that, you know, is putting him in a box. And, you know, that's even for my own life, you know, full-time ministry on the mission field for years and years and years and God calling us to Dallas and getting involved in business while doing ministry. You know, I always believe that there's, you know, I, 
I mentally believed that there was a business anointing and it was for some people. I didn't believe it was for me until God got me in the middle of it. And I've needed to say, you know what? This isn't just ministry. My whole life is ministry and I'm going to be a vessel of the Lord, regardless if I'm here doing business and all the people I contact throughout the day or when I'm behind the stage and I've got a microphone or, you know, whether I'm podcasting or whatever it may be. And it's amazing the miracles that you see everywhere that you go, not just in an area that we deem spiritual or somewhere we think out would move like a church or a conference or something like that. And so that's awesome. I love that encouragement to end this because you're right. God is doing that. He is highlighting that. He is bringing revelation there. And so I'm going to put links here at the bottom so people can tap into your podcast and, you know, also go on Destiny Images website and find out the different books and, and podcasts that are going on there. But thank you so much, Sean, for joining me on the show today, man. It's always good to see you and talk to you. Yeah, my pleasure. Always good to hear your voice and see your face. And Lord willing, we'll see each other in person at some point in the next year. I look forward to that. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds good, Sean. Thank you so much. For those who are watching or listening right now, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get it out to more people so they can be blessed, challenged, awakened by the gospel of Jesus Christ. Bless you guys, and I'll speak to you next time on Awakened Podcast. Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, Just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter his presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. But connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to be free from self-condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to um, have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours, you know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus. And so I just want to present this to you immersed in His glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.org, lifepouredoutintl.org, or you can go to destinyimage.com. The audiobook is available as well on amazon.com as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com and so bless you guys grab a copy of immersed in his glory thank you